Dunkin's new wake-up go-tos mean you never have to choose between breakfast meats again. Now you can get a wake-up wrap with bacon and a wake-up wrap with sausage for $3. That's savory and sweet, crispy and spicy. It's everything you love about breakfast for $3. Wake up your day with new wake-up go-tos. Get two egg and cheese wraps for $2 or mix and match your favorite meats with two bacon, ham, sausage, or turkey sausage wraps for $3. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Exclusion apply. Limited time offer. Welcome back, listener. How are you doing today? We are glad you're doing well. So this is Aaron Richmond, the host of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we talk about issues in the blindness community. Our podcast is proudly on Apple and on many other places where you would get your podcast. If you would like to get in touch with me to talk about my podcast, to talk about guesting on my podcast, I would greatly appreciate that. The email address that I can be reached at is aaronsopinion6 at gmail.com. A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N-6 at gmail.com. I've been noticing in the uh, Facebook group where I have been posting my podcast that there is not a whole lot of, I guess, awareness about my show, and that is fine. So I want you to be aware that Aaron's Opinion has a Facebook page where I post all of my episodes and all of the material that you would need to know what's going on on my podcast. So just go into Facebook, uh, search for Aaron's Opinion, uh, spelled exactly how it shows up on your screen here, and you'll find my avatar is the same, and that is the Facebook page. Now, on to today's topic. Um, I greatly appreciate the comments below uh, in the Facebook group where I, where I asked you, you know, okay, um, What do you want me to talk about today? Some of you uh, gave some really good suggestions about certain things. Uh, One of you gave a suggestion about something that I don't feel comfortable talking about right now, given the current uh, podcasting environment and climate. I don't think it's a good idea, so I'm sorry for that. Um, But someone else out there gave a really good idea for me to talk about something that I've talked about kind of before, but in a different way. And what I mean by that is that I have spoken to you about this topic in um, an upload or or in a, in a previous episode. You now, guys, go ahead and scroll through your list. Um, it's it it was pretty a fairly long time ago, but it would be something along the lines of you know do please do not say the following things to a blind person or what should I say, what statements should I not make to a blind person um, if you want. To actually 
probably you should go back to that episode and listen to that one before you listen to this one today, because that episode in the past will help you to understand, uh, you know, my my perspective today and where I'm coming from today. All right. So basically, you you asked and whoever it is you need to I, I did like your reply. I liked your comment. So you need to open your messenger and you will see a message from me that will contain today's episode for you. And then I will either continue to post in that thread or since so many of my listeners out there are not are not are not 100% used to this method. Um, I probably will create a new thread, I think. But let's get into it. You asked me to talk about stereotypes about blindness. Sure, we can talk about it. So let's go. Anytime I talk about a specific term, it's really important to define it, right? You know, we have to know what it is. We have to understand what we're talking about. And especially because if you're sighted, if you're... um you know, someone in my audience who's cited, well, for one thing, welcome. And for another, you may not necessarily know what stereotypes are as they relate to blindness. So let's, let me just tell you that in my opinion, I think a stereotype is a generalization and a belief that someone has about a group of people or about a certain situation. Some of these generalizations and beliefs are based on things that can be true in very seldom circumstances, but oftentimes, and for the most part, are not true at all, which is why we call it a stereotype. Okay, um, and I'm just going to basically walk through some of them today, and I'm going to walk through the big ones, and we're going to see, I'm going to see where, where this goes. I'm going to see what I want to say. Um, the first huge stereotype that I have noticed and other great YouTubers have noticed in the blindness community is that it seems like <clears throat> it seems like a lot of sighted people are under the impression that all blind people um, see darkness and that all blind people are are not able to see anything. And this could not be further from the truth. Um, I was. I was uh, doing some research before I came into the show today, and I learned that actually I think the figure is quite high, that about 90% um, of blind people in, in the world have some usable vision. So I want you to stop right there, and I want you to think about that. If 90% of, of blind people have some usable vision, that means that most blind people are probably able to see Right? Yeah. So, um, and there can be many reasons why someone is blind. In my case, I was born blind with, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you about it because it's interesting. I forget if I've told you before. If I have, skip on, skip, on, skip ahead. Um, if I'm repeating myself, if not, uh, listen up because you might learn, you might think this is interesting. So when I was born, I was born with a condition called Kabuki's syndrome. And that affected my eyes and it affected my heart. Bit of a long story. The eyes part, or the blindness part, in the end, um, I have, have and had, uh, well, have, because I still have it, uh, glaucoma. And I have had seven cor uh, corneal transplants. Now, um, that seems like a lot. 
And to, if you're a younger person, you would think that's quite a bit. But I'm 28 years old. So when I was a boy, you know, growing up in, in the 90s, being a little boy in the 90s, um, they felt the need to do m many surgeries at, at that time, during that time and at that time, right? So basically, I've had seven corneal transplants that have restored my vision to what it is today. And I'm very grateful for the vision that I have. Uh, however, and, and on top of that, many, many, many blind people, are, if not born blind, there can be many other ways. I mean, we, we could sit here all day. Uh, you could get into an accident. Uh, that's a bit unusual, but it does happen. You could develop um, blindness from your environment somehow, or maybe from a uh, related health uh, health concerns, some sort of a, um, you know, you, you can in some cases become blind, uh, from, from diabetes and, and certain health problems. It is possible. Um, there can be people who lose their vision because they have a family history of, of blindness in their old age. So there can be a long, 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 long list of reasons how and why someone became or is blind, but those things don't really matter in the blindness community because blind people really do not care about this. I'm going to get the, get into this a little bit later. Blind people actually do not care that we cannot see. I, speaking for myself only, I do not care that I cannot see perfectly, which seems very strange, but it it is it is the truth. It's my opinion, actually. It's truth. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's that's the first one. Again, many reasons for blindness. Um, and there can be many, many, many different ways that blind people perceive light and shadows and things like that. But but the the stereotype is that all blind people... Um, are are just all, all we can see is darkness and black and that's that's a stereotype because it's not true okay so i really want you out there to ask your questions and i i know that some of you are shy but i don't really understand why so many of you are so shy if you if you have your questions um comment below um or you know write into my write into the show and uh let me know um, you can, you can also, by the way, you can also send in an, an audio message. You can send in a, an MP3 file just to my email. Um, and I have, I would be able to, if you would want, I would be able to play that, uh, audio, that audio for you. So there can be a lot of ways where we could connect and where you could ask your questions. Because I think that that seems to be something that you're shy about. And I don't want you to be shy. I want this to be an exciting podcast where people, you know, interact with me a lot. Okay? So, point or, or stereotype um, num number two is that, and I, I don't really know where this where this one comes from, but it's that blind people cannot use technology. Well, again, 
that's that's completely not true. You are if you believe that blind people cannot use technology, well, that's just not an accurate statement to make. What you could say that is somewhat true is that some blind people use technology better than other blind people, and that would be the case. But all blind people are able to use technology to some degree, and here's why. Because as technology has improved in the 90s and early 2000s, and especially with the invention and the integration of Apple into our lives, everything is accessible for blind people now with the voiceover software, with, uh, oh, what was that software that uh, one of my friends was telling me about? Um, Talkback, I think is what it's called. I, I forget who I was talking to about it, but I was talking to someone else, either um, in this in this group or in one of the other podcasting groups. And they were talking to me about TalkBack. So TalkBack, I believe, is for Android. And it's a really uh, similar to voiceover. So, you know, even and, and, and by the way, even if you do not have an iPhone out there, your phone in this day and age is still accessible in some way, right? So yeah, there's Android's TalkBack, I think is what it's called. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's Android's TalkBack. Um, but I, and I, no, I don't know what Google's is called, but I, I'm sure that there are other forms of, of accessibility. In fact, I know, I know that there are other forms of accessibility um, for all of, all of the phones, guys, every phone. It's really, really, really in- interesting. Mm-hmm. The And even with computers now, I mean, with Apple, you know, I use VoiceOver on my Mac, on my iMac. Um, but if you're on the Windows side, you can have um, JAWS. Uh, JAWS is a screen reader that basically helps you to navigate the screen by playing a synthesized speech. Oh, you know what? Let me tell you. If you want to hear it, listener, if you want to hear it. Click on the episode that says um, how Melissa lives an accessible life from Earth to Pandora because she shows us what that sounds like. And she did a great job in that episode a couple weeks ago. So if you need to hear what these softwares sound like in practice, open that episode and and push play. Give it a play because Melissa did, did a great job that day talking about how she uses that that technology, you know. So, yeah, um, but blind people can definitely use all forms of, of technology. Now, is it, is it also true that from time to time certain technology is better than others? Sure. Is it also true that some websites are written better than others? Sure, of course, that's true. But all blind people have access to technology. So I think what, what we should say is that all blind people have access and use technology uh, and phones and things like that. I think that is a more accurate thing to say in these in this day and age. Um, the other the other stereotype or or I guess I think we're up to number three. So number three in this one is quite serious and quite quite a big problem. 
and and this one is quite offensive i'm telling you ahead of time is that blind people the the stereotype is that blind people um are not really able to function and we can't work and we can't do all these things well let me tell you that it's not true and it's not true because i know that i know a lot of blind people who work i work many of you do what is the problem here? And I hope to be able to educate you on this podcast about these different problems. The, the, the true essence of the problem is that um, I believe the figure is recently a figure has been demonstrated that at least 70% of blind people today are either are either underemployed or unemployed. So let's let's define that. So underemployment would be if you have some skills and you're able to work a little bit but you are not in a full-time in a full-time position. And many 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 blind people truthfully are unfortunately in this position of underemployment and the reasoning behind it is is unfortunate the reasoning is that in the and this this is this is interesting because i'm able to dig dig into the history book today and tell you that in the uh 1930s people with disabilities wanted to work in the united states what was going on at that time during the 1930s and the Great Depression was that really companies were not hiring and people really were not working much. And the United States government passed a law that said that it that it is okay under, and I'm just speaking as, as the law was written at the time and as the law was signed at this time, the law, st- the law states, and because it is as far as I know, and I hope it's not still a law today, but I think it is, the law states that a company is able to, is able to lawfully pay someone less um, if, if they are blind. Now, I, we've, I've been advocating, we've been fighting very, very hard to uh, make this against the law and make this obviously illegal to do this but I, I don't really know where that stands but what I where what I do know is that is that today the reality is that many blind people are are either underemployed or or unemployed um, and what would need and in my opinion what needs to happen is if you're if you're blind you need to you need to you need to try to go to university um, and then you need to aggressively attack basically you know really aggressively search for a gainful employment and basically make that a a standard and make that a habit in your life that you will work uh, in in gainful employment, and I think for blind people, I think that would be a great thing. But 
with that one, that that third stereotype about blind people cannot work, blind people cannot do things. Well, number one, it's not it's not true. It's a it's a false. It's a inaccurate. It's a inappropriate, and it's a false thing to say about any group of people, let alone blind. But the thing that is also that we also need to talk about is that a lot of these stereotypes relate to society. And until that particular legislation, I forget what it's called, but until that particular legislation that I mentioned earlier that says that it's illegal or that says that that states that companies are allowed to pay, basically pay blind people less because they're blind and that that's okay, until that law is nullified, companies will be able to get away with it. So it's it's a lot needs to be fixed with number three a lot needs to be fixed blind people need to be more motivated i think at times um laws need to be changed and society needs to be more knowledgeable so that's kind of a tricky one to to solve all of there's a lot that needs to be solved um in it's, it's that's that would kind of take a while but i think that once we get some federal laws changed I think that would be a huge step in the right direction, I think. Let's see. Number number four in, in my list uh, of things. This is a... This is a very interesting one, very interesting stereotype today. And the stereotype for this one is that a lot of people seem to think that blind people want a cure. And actually, no, I don't want a cure. Most people who are blind probably do not want a cure. And it is, in, in my opinion, it is, it is offensive to the blindness community when other people say that we should find a way of curing, curing blindness. Um, that is a statement that I've I've said it before in a different way in a different podcast. As I said, the statements not to say or please don't say these things to a blind person. Can you out there, the person who requested this, because I'm going to send you the link. If you want more information about it, and I forget who you are, so I'm going to have to go back and look. But if you want more information about that previous episode where I already talked about a lot of these these things, go ahead and send me a message and let me know that you, you want me to send you that link because I'll send you that episode. Because I think listening to that episode of sort of statements that you shouldn't say to a blind person, it will help you to make the connection between the statements you shouldn't say and the stereotypes that, that are still out there somehow. So... Yeah, blind people do not want a cure. And it's very serious because while I'm I'm a teacher when I am not podcasting, I teach. Um and my one of my students who happens to be a doctor said something 
very, very interesting to me that I think really, really brings it all home and really pulls together all of the points. I was telling him, I would say, um, I forget what his name is. And if I remembered, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you. So, um, because I keep people's identity a secret here. Let's say I was talking to Dr. Smith and I said, Dr. Smith, I said, I said it like this. One of my, one of my other students, uh, we'll call him, we'll call him Mr. Um, we'll call him Mr. Adams. Um, so we have Mr. Smith and Mr. Adams. And I said, you know, let's, and I said, you know, Dr. Smith, um, my student, uh, Mr. Adams, um, we, we, he, me and that student, we were talking about why there is, um, disability in, in the world today. And, you know, he was, he asked me a good question, listener. He asked Aaron, he said, should we find a way of, in the future, of kind of making our society so that we're able to kind of genetically overcome disability somehow and make it so that nobody in the world has a disability. And my answer to the student was this, and my answer to you is this. It is, it is impossible. And moreover, it is, it would be and will be the greatest demise to humanity if we somehow find a way of creating a world without disability. Now, hear me out. Let, let me tell you how I approached it with the student. I said, let's think back at natural history, I said. What would happen? What would have happened? And I, I, there's a lot of different ways that you can walk through this argument, I said. Why, why were... Why were there dinosaurs? Now, let's say um, that if you're if you're someone out there in the audience who is not able to believe in dinosaurs um, and and past life on our planet, then please skip ahead. Um, so you know, I, I explained to the student. I said, regardless of regardless of or having nothing to do with your opinions about um, creationism or evolution, I said, let's just answer this question through, an, through a lens of, through an evolutionary lens, I said. Why, how did, I said, how did dinosaurs, you know, you know develop? And we basically walked through it this way. We said that life supposedly began on our planet um, X billion, X million years ago, right? X billion years ago. And life evolved and life changed. And for each new, and I explained it this way, I said, and for each new generation and for each new organism that was, uh, developed or that, that appeared in our, in our, on our planet, some of those organisms had things that were wrong with them, as we would say, disability. So I said, I basically closed the very controversial issue um, by saying it this way. And I, and I hope that all of this in some way makes, makes sense to you. I said, 
if there was no disability in the entire world, then we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't be having this conversation. You wouldn't be listening to your podcast and you wouldn't be throwing your phone out the window and being offended because I talked about this. You wouldn't be offended by this if we had never had evolution and if and if there was never any change in, in our species as a whole, in animals. If animals had no ability to change and adapt, which is what disability gives us the advantage to do, gives us the advantage to make changes in our life that helps us to be successful in the future. So that's kind of my opinion about it, that I think that we there are times in people's personal lives where there are things to do where you can say, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different answers to it, but I'm pretty convinced. I told my student, I'm pretty convinced that if we had, that if there was no disability in the world, humans, you know, homo sapiens sapien, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't have lasted without the ability to make changes. So we have to have disability in the world. It's it's a it's a philosoph- philosophically speaking, as far as I'm concerned, and in Aaron's opinion, which is what this podcast is called, by the way, it is, in my philosophical opinion, a a, a blessing that, in a sense, we have disability because it's given us the right to be here today. Without that, without disability, we wouldn't have made it this long. We wouldn't have made it to 2020. I'm pretty convinced of that. So then you might be wondering, listener, well, wow, Aaron, after you say all that crazy stuff, what did what did your student, what, what did the doctor say? Because, Aaron, you were telling us earlier that you were talk, telling a doctor um, who was your student about what this other student was t- talking to you about. And I, I told the doctor the whole story. The doctor says, Aaron, I think you're on to something, says the doctor. I think you're really, 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 really right. Um, and, and he, he basically said that his answer was also really inter- interesting and really gives us a lot of, a lot of interesting material to, to, to mull over and, and kind of ponder. He said, every person today on our planet has ability and disability, and it's up to us, it's up to you listener. It's up to me. It's up to every person on this planet to accept our ability, right? Do what we can. And to also have the strength to admit that we are perfect and that we all have some disability. And so to end number four, which was very controversial, but I hope that in some ways, I hope that that philosophy lesson and that, that science lesson helped you a little bit to understand why we need disability uh, in the world um, in, in a philosophical sense. So, no. Number four, blind people want a cure. Stereotype, not true. All right? Whew. Number five. Number five, I guess. Let's see. We covered a lot. Let me think. Um, is that, you know, I, I mean, there, there are just, there are really so many, so many stereotypes out there. It's really quite, quite amazing. 
I don't know. What do you think about this whole, you know, notion um, of stereotypes? You know? So, yeah, I, I, I tend to think that what we need to do, wrapping it up, I, I, you know, when I'm doing these solo recordings, I like to keep it around a half hour. I didn't even notice. I, I turns out I have a lot to say. Um, over a half hour now of, of audio for you today in today's upload. So I could end it here and be happy with it. And I hope that I, and I hope that you would too, but I, I really have to really come, come full circle and kind of end on a, on a brighter and more cheerful note. And I'm going to end it, I'm going to end it this way. I'm going to say that again, my name's Aaron Richmond, host of Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people where we talk about issues in the blindness community. Today we covered a topic that one of you requested. So if you want to know, Aaron, why are you talking about this? Because you told me to. That's why. So you have a problem with this? Good. Then send then send your complaint email or send your I want to be a guest on your podcast to talk about your episode email to send it to Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. You can also send audio. Um and I've I've heard this been done before on several other podcasts. Great podcasts all over the world use that feature. You know, just open your memos right there on your phone, push record, and send your email. Over, over to Aaron's Opinion Six at gmail.com. A A R O N S O P I N I O N six at gmail.com. We end today by saying that truly this was a controversial episode and an interesting one. Hoping that now you know a little bit more, slightly more about what stereotypes are, how they relate to blindness, and how none of those stereotypes are true. And what we need to do as blind people is we need to stand up and educate people about it so so that people know the truth. Or we need to have informed opinions. Or you can listen to my opinion and then tell me your opinion. In the words of a great doctor, all of us have ability, all of us have disability. It's up to us to use our abilities to help us live a more prosperous life. And it's also up to us to accept the things that we cannot do because there are other disabilities besides blindness, but everybody has ability. I really hope that you enjoyed that. And I think that I covered a lot of great things to say today. As I like to say, I really want you to comment below. I really want an audio message. Remember, use your ability and and be successful and have a good day and stay safe. And as I like to say, have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. 
To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our Powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill, plus take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.